1: We are so glad to have you with us today on Jesus the Healer. Come on in. We've been saving you a seat. You say, "Well, where is that seat?" Right in front of that screen you're watching. Right, right in front of that device you're listening on. Amen. Uh, We started on a previous episode talking about something, ministering along the line of what do we do in times of testing. What is to be our stance, our position that we take? The Lord said to me, quoting this verse in Hebrews, He said to me, out of my spirit one day came this verse, I will boldly say of the Lord, He is my helper. Then God said to me, do you know how I help you? He said, when you put my word in your mouth, I help you that way. Why? Because then he fulfills that word. Now notice this. If we don't speak that word, he's got nothing to help. He's only helping his word. He's not helping outward things. He's helping his word. Amen. He's fulfilling his word, performing his word. He says, I hasten to my word to perform it. He's not just hastening what we feel. He's not hastening to what we feel. He's hastening to what we say of his word. He's not just hastening to a difficulty or problem. He's hastening to his word. So lay his word on that difficulty and his help arrives at that difficulty. Amen. 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 I will boldly say of the Lord, he is my helper. Notice this, I will not barely say. I will boldly say. If you're bold about something, you take a firm stand on it. You take a firm hold of it. You don't have a loose hold of it. You don't just say it randomly or periodically. Right. When you're bold about something, brother, you get in the face of that difficulty yeah, yeah, right. and That's you right. are aggressive with yes. that, with That's what right. you're saying. Right. That's the kind of saying that gets results. Yes. Yes. The bold saying, yes. I will boldly say, yes. not, not someone who's, um, uh, crying, right. <laughs> It's not the, the crying saying, you know, with a tear in the voice. It's a bold certainty assurance. Yes. Amen. Yes. And so we say it not with a tear in our voice, but with faith in our, in our voice. Right. Amen. Yeah. I will boldly say of the Lord, He is my helper. So the more we need His help, the more we're to say. Right. Yeah. Right. We measure His help by our saying. Because the more we say, the more we give him to help. The more we say of his word. Yes. We were looking at the previous episode and I want to go back to it and read it again. It's so good anyway. We got to read it again and then we'll go further today. Psalm chapter 37, verse 18 and 19. The King James says this. Listen, go back and watch yesterday's. Go back and watch the previous episode because I don't have a chance to say everything we said then about these verses, but they're loaded. Yes. Um It says the Lord knoweth the days of the upright and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time and in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. The NIV translation says this, the blameless spend their days under the Lord's care and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. This is what you got to talk about in the time of opposition. This is what you have to talk about in a season of stress. In times of stress that this world is going through, it's not our stress because we have an inheritance that we're drawn out of. We're not drawing out of the stress. We're drawing out of the Lord's care and his care for us is our inheritance. Yes. Right. Amen. Yes. The New Living Translation says this Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent, and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Look at that. We won't be disgraced in hard times. Okay. Right. Hard times come, hard times go. Yes. Right. We, our inheritance is the same. It's yes. not fluctuating. Yes. Yes. It's an unchanging inheritance. Yes. But we have to draw out of our inheritance instead of out of the times. Yes. How do we do that? With the words we speak. Say these verses. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Say them. Put them in your mouth. That's and right. it, the New Living Translation goes on and says this. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. That's our future. Yeah. Yes. That's what belongs to us today. That's our future. God is showing us. Don't, don't be concerned about hard times that come up because I've already made complete provision uh, yeah. and it's more than enough. Amen. He knows the days of the upright, so he's already provided for those days. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's good. Changing or difficult times do not alter. These, this inheritance that is ours. Right. Amen. So don't let your words change. Right. Hold to his words. Put them in your mouth. I will boldly say of the Lord, mm-hmm. he's my helper. Amen. Right. You've got to say these things. Right. Now go with me, if you would, to Genesis chapter 26. Genesis chapter 26 and verse 1. Um, let's start reading there in verse 1. It says, And there was a famine in the land. Beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines. So basically, Isaac, of course, Abraham was his dad. Abraham is gone now. Isaac is now um, carrying on, living in that land that God gave him. Um, this, This famine comes and he starts going down to Egypt. He starts heading that way. And in, in that process, verse two, and the Lord appeared unto him and said, go not down into Egypt. In other words, you're going the wrong direction. Right. Yeah. Why was he going there? He was letting famine decide where he went. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Amen. And he, God was letting him know, this isn't the land I've given you. There's, stay where I gave you. Yeah. And so the Lord appeared unto him and says, go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land, which I shall tell thee of sojourn in this land. Mm -hmm. Look at it. He told him where to be this land. Don't leave this land just because times get hard. Don't leave. Amen. Amen. Sojourn in this land and I will be with thee and I will bless thee. See, um, No matter what is happening in the land, it matters who's with you, who's in you. In the New Testament, he's not just with us, he's Mm -hmm. in us. He's in us and he's with us. Amen. So God said to him, sojourn in this land and I will be with thee and will bless thee. Notice this, when God is with us and he blesses us, that changes the land. Instead That's of the land changing you, the right. times changing you, right. we change the times. That's right. Amen. Sojourn in this land and I will be with thee and will bless thee and unto thee and unto thy seed, I will give all these countries and I will perform the oath, which I swear unto Abraham, thy father. So Isaac was being moved by the conditions around him. If you're not careful, conditions around you can move you just like every, like they move everybody else, but that's not our flow. Right. Right. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. 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 Isaac was going to relocate. God told him not to right. stay. He said, just stay where I tell you to be. Yes. That's the key. Just be yes. where God told you to be, yes. regardless of what the conditions of that place are. Right. Right. Amen. Why, if the conditions—have you ever noticed—if uh, the conditions are difficult, God will send His people there. Why? Because He wants to change that se- that setting, yes. Right. Yes. and He can yes. change it through people of faith yes. and cause that place to bloom. Yes. yes. Amen. Right. Too many times people say, well, "I want to go where it's already nice and developed." Well, God may send you there, but if He doesn't send you to a place that's fully developed, it's because He wants it to bloom. So He puts you there right. because. You you're the connection to the blessing. Amen. 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 For that land, you're the connection to that blessing. God needs someone with a blessing on him, on them in that place that needs to bloom. Amen. 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 So notice this, God told Isaac, don't go down to Egypt, be in the land where I told you to be. So, uh, even though it was famine in the land where Isaac was, um, his success and his safety was not being where there was water. It was being where God told him to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. We, if we're not careful, we just measure where we should be by outward circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Where did God tell you to be? That's, That's right. your place of blessing. Yes. That's your place of success. That's your place of safety. Yes. That's your place of provision. Yes, yes. Amen. So our success and and safety is connected to just being where he told us because we're safer there than anywhere else. I said, we're safer there than anywhere else. Amen. It doesn't matter what kind of upheaval is going on in a certain location. Uh If you're just where God told you to be, that's your safest place. Amen. 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 Now, remember God told him, stay in the land there's, even though there's famine in the land, why is there famine? There's drought. There's no water to water the crops. So then there's not enough food. There's famine in the land. Now go down to, in the same chapter, Genesis 26, but we're going to start in verse 12 now. We see the next thing that happens after God told Isaac, don't leave this land. So it says in verse 12, then Isaac sowed in that land. Oh, Can you imagine there's famine, there's drought. You know what dirt looks like where there's drought? It looked like a dirt storm every day. I mean, there's no moisture in the dirt. Everything's dried out. The land is cracked. It does not look like it can produce anything. But Isaac had this land. There was this land and God said, sow in it. Doesn't make sense. Do what he says. Just do what he says. So Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. For he had possession of flocks and possession of herds and great store of servants and the Philistines envied him. So we read those, those three verses and we go, wow, because he sowed, but you know what? There was a process he had to deal with in that, you know, God just told us the end result, Mm -hmm. but think about this. My dad was a cotton and wheat farmer. I know so many of the steps that my dad took every day to get a crop. And it wasn't just, uh, you know, roses and flowers and just walking out and just singing up and down the aisles and throwing a little seed, then go back home and rest and drink some iced tea and then go back out and you got a crop. There was a lot connected with this. It wasn't like what you see on television on some of these things. There's a lot of labor involved. So when it said, then Isaac sowed in that land, right there tells all the work. Isaac sowed in that land. He had help. He had servants right. that would help him sow. Right. You know he had to go against his mind the whole time. What are you doing sowing seed in this dried out land of famine where there is a drought? What? It does not make sense. Right. 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 Amen. He had to go against what he knew did not make natural sense. Right.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. To receive this hundredfold, he had to go against what good sense, natural sense, yeah. common sense yeah. told him. Yeah. Amen. So not only does he say, boys, bring out the seed bags. Mm-hmm. What, we've been storing that seed up, that's good seed. This is not good ground. There's no moisture in the ground. Mm-hmm. Boys, bring out the seed bags. Well, the master, he's crazy. I can't believe he's doing that. So you know the servants are not rejoicing that they're getting to work and try to dig up dried out ground. They're complaining. They're wondering, what's he doing? Isaac had to hold to what God said through this process. That's what I'm telling you: is you have to hold to what God said at a time of testing, at a time of opposition. You have to hold to what God said. I say it to you this way: tell your need what God said. Tell that ground what God said. That land, that ground that's dried up. Isaac had to tell that ground what God said. God said. God said to be here. God said, you're my ground. Right. God said, sow seed in you. I'm right. sowing seed in right. you. And when the servants argue and they don't want to have to do what they think is lost labor mm-hmm. by sowing in a place where they're not going to get any kind of a harvest. It's going to be wasted labor. Just Isaac had to keep saying what God said. Yeah. When you don't know what to do, you know what to say. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. Amen. Yes. Amen. So say what God says. Yes. Amen. And when you do that, what you' what you're looking at will change it might not change overnight but you keep saying what God said yes. if God told you to start a business and right. God you started that business and you say uh, there's a struggle just keep saying what God yes. said yes. Yes. just keep doing it just keep with what God said instead oh, of what true. you figured out yes. many people have walked away from their miracle because they looked at what they saw yeah. Wow. Yeah. Many people closed down what God told them to start because they looked at what they saw. They didn't hold to what he said. So I'm just reminding you, hold to what God said. If Isaac would have just kept being occupied with what he saw, he would have never sown seed. Amen. Isaac sowed in that land. What land? The famine land the right. drought land. Yeah. The right. land that looked like it couldn't produce. Right. But that's the land God said was His. That's right. Now yeah. that makes all the difference. Yes. You don't need the land to water you when God's Word waters you. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. What? It doesn't matter that, it, that the land wasn't watering Him. He brought His own water, the water of the Word yes. to that. Yes. What did yes. God say? He's yes. watering that seed with what God said. Yes. He couldn't help but flow flourish. That's right. That's right. But I'm just trying to tell you, it was a process for him to sow in that land. Yeah. We just read the outcome, but what he had to go past the right, the thinking of his mind. Right. He had to go past neighbors mocking him, making fun of him. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Right. Sowing right. in a land where there's, you're not going to be able to water that seed you're just okay. sowing. And they come out and try to give you their helpful counsel. Mm-hmm. And you say, don't need your counsel. I don't even need my own counsel. I had to get past my own counsel to sow this seed. Why? Because I'm taking God's counsel. I'm taking what God told me to do. What God told you to do is where, is God's counsel to you. Just hold to it, regardless of how things look. So it says, then Isaac sowed in that land. He had to get past a lot of obstacles for that, that sentence to be fulfilled. Right. Amen. But because he held to what God said, he kept doing what God said. He received in the same year a hundredfold. Exactly. When you hold to what God says, it won't be a minimal amount of increase; it will be a maximum amount yes. of increase. Right. Yeah. Amen. 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 It says, and the Lord blessed him. When you do what God says, the blessing of the Lord is unleashed yes. on your on your situation. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. That's right. If we don't do what God says, the blessing that's upon us is hindered. Uh, Mm -hmm. But if we'll do what God says, say what God says, Mm -hmm. we release his power and his ability of that blessing upon our situation. Amen. Amen. In verse 13, and look at this, and he waxed great and he went forward and grew until he became very great. My, my, my. So while others were drying up, he was increasing. Yes. Right. Yes. That's yeah. right. This is what staying with what God says will do for you. Uh-huh. Right. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Um, you say, His word said, I'm healed. That's right. His word said that he bore my sicknesses, he bore my disease. And then the mind will kick up and say, well, yeah, yeah, but you know what the doctor said. Yeah, Uh you know how they said that it's just going to get worse and worse. Mm -hmm. You've got to ignore the mind. Like Isaac had to ignore his own human thinking Uh to plant that seed. Uh You can't move into God's best listening to what you think. Right. Yeah. You have to take on what God says and make that your thoughts. Amen. That's the thoughts of the renewed mind. Yes, yes. That's right. Amen. Amen. So right in the face of pain, right in the face of symptoms, right in the face of disease, you say, his word said, I'm healed. Even when your body's telling you something different, will your body talk to you? Yes. The pain of the body is trying to give you counsel. Right. Yeah. It'll counsel you. You're getting worse. Mm. Things aren't going to get better. Mm. They're getting worse. I'm not taking the counsel from my body. God's already given me my counsel. Amen. That's, right. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. That's true. Amen. Then your mind, your reasoning. Well, if I'm healed, if he's already paid for me to be healed, how come I'm sick? You better shut that reasoning off. Yes. Right. You better just say what he says. Yes. That's what Isaac did. Yes. I said that's what Isaac did. Yes. He shut down yes. the um he shut down the reasonings of the mind. Mm-hmm. No doubt, the doubts of the people around him, mm-hmm. the mocking of the neighbors who would have said, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. I'm doing what God said. That's right. I'm doing what God said. That's Amen. Right. Praise the Lord. Yes. Praise the Lord. Yes. In verse 14, and he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and great store of servants and the Philistines envied him. Mm-hmm. Those who didn't sow envied him. Those who, um, would have opposed him envied him. Amen. Amen. Um, you don't have to envy someone who's getting blessed. Just do what they did. Amen. Amen. So when it looks like you shouldn't. So why? Because God says, because God says Isaac had a covenant and he was moving with the covenant instead of moving with the climate. The climate said, no moisture. The covenant said, sow a seed. Yeah. That's right. The climate said, you're not getting the harvest. The covenant said, hundredfold harvest. That's right. <laughs> right? That's right? We saw, we see the outworking of that covenant. Yeah. Isaac had a covenant and he still faced hardship. Yeah see the hardship showed up, but he laid the covenant on the hardship. He did what God told him to do. That's where your victory is. That's where your success is. Having a covenant doesn't mean difficulties won't show up. It, 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 it assures you that you know what to do in the face of hardship. You know, the outcome in yes. the face of hardship. Yes. You're going to say what the covenant says. You're going to do what God tells you to do. Yes. Amen. 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 That's right. Why? Because the conditions could not alter the covenant. Amen. That's true. The famine could not reach that covenant. The covenant was outside the reach of that famine, right. Amen. but that famine was within the reach of the covenant. Yes. That's good. Amen. Amen. Now listen, you lay the covenant on there and it changed the famine yes. for yes. Isaac. Yes. It changed it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Because when it made it made no sense to do what he did, he did right. it because yeah. the covenant was the covenant was sustaining him, yes. not yes. the climate. Amen. That's As right. As I said, he had to hold to what God said. Amen. Yes. So when you're faced with a need, talk to what? Talk to that need. Tell it what God says. Talk to that pain. God says you're healed. Talk to that arm. God says you're healed. Talk yes. to that back. God says you're healed. Yes. That's I right. say you're healed. Yes. You're healed. That's Not right. because you're talking to me because I'm talking to you. That's right. You talk to That's things. Right. You have to talk to things. Yeah. You have to talk to opposition. Amen. Amen. Know what God is saying to you. How does he speak to you? Through his word. And by His Spirit, you can pick up His Word and know what He's saying to you. You can listen to what the Spirit would say to you. What did God tell you about your future? What did God tell you about your home? What did God tell you about your children? What did He tell you about your business? What did He tell you about your body? What did He tell you about your marriage? What did He tell you about other things? When it looks like it's not going the right way, you have to keep talking to it. You have to keep telling it what God says. Amen. You have to answer the need. That's what it means. When it looks like there's not enough, you have to answer it. And I want you to see this. The time of famine for Isaac became his lifting place it became his time of increase you read through you read through the bible and you find this at times of crisis in the earth was the promotion time for god's people god promoted his people during that time why because then everybody knew that only god could have done this yeah. only God could that's, do it. That's true. So okay. when you see things in the, in the natural, they look like a recession, yeah. like they're going down Go, go, oh, oh, I know what that uh-huh. means for me. Yeah. That means yeah. increase yeah. for me. Uh-huh. Why? Because God's going to use that yes. to lift me yes. uh-huh. into increase, into multiplication, into advancement, into promotion. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Amen. Right. So what right. others are fearing, you're looking forward to because we know this, that's our time to shine. That's, yes. right. that's the time when the word of God does what it can do. Yes. in our life and what yes. does it do it's more than enough for our amen. need amen. amen well i can sense that healing anointing and right now i want to minister to those of you that maybe you have pain in your body maybe you've been told by the doctors that there's a, an incurable condition says who yeah. if god didn't call it incurable don't you call it yeah. incurable That's right. Amen. God says that he, Jesus bore your sickness, Mm -hmm. bore your diseases. Amen. He took that. He took your place in sickness and disease so you could be free from it. Amen. 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 So right now, right where you're at, no matter what that physical condition that you may be facing is, release your faith in what God says. Know what God says to you and put that in your mouth. And no matter how long you have to say it, you keep saying it and you say it consistently and you say it repeatedly. Amen. Isaac would have no doubt tended to that field every day. He would go out and tell it what God says. Tell your body what God says. And I tell Satan, you take your hands off their bodies in Jesus' name. From the top of their head to the soles of their feet, you take your hands off their life, off their bodies. And I speak for healing power to flow from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I speak to those with problems in the head. I speak to those with pain in the head, with conditions in the head, be healed. All the way down, going down the neck going down the shoulders going down the arms the power of god go into those places going down the back and the spine the healing power of god moves and works a cure in your life not only that that power going into your organs yes. making those organs whole going down into your hips into your legs, into your knees, into your calves, into your ankles, into your feet, making it strong in Jesus name. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet, be whole in Jesus name. And now all you have to do is say, I receive it. I rejoice that I am the healed and the whole. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss next time. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. When God increases you, every arena of your life will increase. In this book, I Have a Supply by Nancy Dufresne, you will learn how rich and unending your supply is from God and how to make it a reality in your everyday life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Georgetown, Texas, at Church on the Rock, October 15th through the 19th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting your miracle. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. It belongs to us. We cannot live the life God authored for us without his power. Order this book now at Ministries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at Ministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store.